Prepare to be astonished! Welcome to the New England Society of Geeks podcast. I am your host, Derek, and this is another edition of Origins of Pod. And this week, I have with me a special guest, Mr. Joey DiCarlo of the host, so of the host of the podcast, <laughs> So Wizard. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Derek? It's great to be here. Cool, cool. Ah. Uh, How's the world treating you these days? Oh, well, you know, it's uh, I'm essential and I work third shift. So my life has not really changed much. There's a lot of <laughs> sleeping and a lot of working. Yeah, I, I'm considered essential, too. So I'm still working every day. I don't feel very essential, but uh, yeah, <laughs> this me, is what society tells me. I know. me too. <laughs> and it's funny, too, when you hear everybody complaining about how bored they are and everything. I'm like, I don't have time to be bored. <laughs> That's right. I'm still working 40 hours a week. <laughs> yeah, 40 hours a week and dealing with the kids being home too. So it's 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 oh. been it's been an adventure, but yeah, we'll get sure. through it. <laughs> so where are you located out of? Right. We are uh, Western Massachusetts mostly. Um I live in East Hampton. Uh oh, nice. my co-host lives in Hoyoke. Hmm. Our our third host lives in Virginia, but they originally she was originally from uh Pittsfield. Oh cool. Well, I am from Gardner. I don't know if you know where that is, but it's it's more central mass. Yeah. Hmm, nice. So let's talk about your podcast. So wizard. Won't you uh well, let's do it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about of it about the podcast and, and the origin of it and sure. everything? Uh, uh, well pre- yeah, pretty easy stuff. It's a it's a really unique concept in podcasting. Uh, three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. <laughs> How'd you come uh, up with that? Three people talking <laughs> about nerdy subjects. <laughs> you know, not not exactly a, a barn burner of uh, not not exactly trailblazing. <laughs> well, I mean, an innovation, but it's a. You got you guys have a a good good personalities to pull it off, so that makes it fun. Right. We yeah we both basically we started out with uh let me let me back up we'll start with we'll start at the very beginning i i have a very good friend of mine his name's jeff carter he runs what was a website and a podcast called the geek league of america huh? it's still a facebook page i don't know if you're familiar with that i'm not but i'll have to check it out yeah it's it's grown exponentially he jumped in right when facebook was not really hampering pages mm. for their reach and their like so he was able to, to grow pretty good and it it's up over 20,000 likes now. So good for him. Oh, wow. Post a lot of memes and news stories and stuff, but he was running a podcast that went with this whole conglomerate of nerdiness. And I was so jealous. <laughs> I wanted to be on that <laughs> podcast so bad. I didn't know anything about podcasting other than listening to them. Um, and I always just assumed like it was really involved and very hard to do and something that was way above my technical expertise. So, you know, it wasn't something I thought I could do. I but felt I the same way <laughs> to be on his show. 
um, he eventually had me and another friend of mine Tom, on one night to talk about Star Wars. And that was it. The bug bit me. Um, me and my friend Tom that were on with him were just like, well, we could do this. <laughs> and we kind of talked about it for a week or two. And that was kind of where So Wizard came from. Nice. Yeah, it's funny how addictive it can get just just being on a podcast. Right. I went to college for radio broadcasting and I've never used it. Huh? My, my degree is about worth as much as the paper it's printed on. So <laughs> this actually lets me feel like I didn't waste all those years of my life because oh, I can at least talk and do things. But I'm not making any money off of it. But <laughs> yeah, that's the one downfall skills, of, pad so was of podcasting. No it's hard to make money doing it. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a passion project. That's what I tell right. my wife. It's a passion project. It's a we hobby. do it for the it's love. It's not a career. But, right. but yeah, basically what happened was the bug bit us. We started the show and it was me and my friend Tom and we were going to have a rotating chair of a third guest and we had these big pie in the sky concepts for what we wanted to do. <laughs> um, the basic idea was we were just going to have three news stories that were nerdy each week. One, each one of us would bring one to the table and discuss that. Um, that kind of morphed into movie reviews and other things. My friend Mark, Mark Hellis, who's uh, my co-host on the show, he mm -hmm. joined us in the third episode, and he was so good on the show, that we were like, well, we got to keep him on all the time. <laughs> and we had uh, Aubrey, who's my other co-host on the show, and she was on our first episode, and our 10th episode, and we were like, she's really good, too. we got to have her on all the time. So it went from that concept to being the four of us, uh, a few years in, Tom ended up leaving, uh, you know, irreconcilable differences uh, mm -hmm. and started his own show. Great for him. Awesome job. And it kind of morphed into what it is now, which is week. It's a weekly movie review and news podcast. And every week we're there. We've been there for 300 weeks straight and we're reviewing movies, TV shows and talking the latest in nerd news. So. Yeah, I wanted to. Uh, I did want to say congratulations. You're um... <laughs> I don't, you didn't release 300 yet, did you? Uh, no, as we record this, which is a Sunday, we should have that out on Wednesday. It's already been recorded a few weeks ago. Ah, excellent. Um, the secrets of So Wizard, sometimes we have to bank episodes ahead based on schedule. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to get too far behind the curtain. You don't want to <laughs> see the man behind the curtain. But uh, yeah, sometimes we do have to bank um, shows just to uh, you know, make sure we can stay weekly if something's going on right. in our lives. And, and for our episode of uh, that was the 300th one, we want, wanted to have a friend of ours, uh, Cult 45. It's a cult movie podcast. We've been mm -hmm. great friends with them for probably like four or five years. And we wanted to have them on with us to review a bad movie. So we, we did uh, 1990s, The Forbidden Dance is Lombada, oh. <laughs> and, uh, which is, uh, yeah, it's a hellishly bad movie. Um, <laughs> I've been waiting and saving to inflict on my co was <laughs> for a while, but we decided to do that together. But schedule wise, we're talking like now getting five people together on Skype uh, to record. And we just had to do it a few weeks early. It's been banked for a couple of weeks. But, you know, one thing about being weekly, you know, sometimes the schedule is really like, you know, a movie comes out on Thursday. We want to have that review out on Wednesday the next week mm. for our new episode. So we're going to the movies, you know, Friday morning, Saturday morning, Sunday night, recording Sunday night, edit start promotion and the episode drops on Wednesday and then you take a deep breath and then you're right back into it <laughs> again, starting on Thursday night. So there's yeah. no, we've never taken a week off. There's no, there's no rest. It's, it just runs like a machine. Like this week, like I said, we already have an episode banked. So today I'm not recording. I'm not watching a movie to review. I, I'm, I feel a little lost. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> so. You get a break. <laughs> 
I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I know, right? Um, well, yes. Yeah, so congratulations on hitting 300. Quite a, quite a milestone. You. So that means how many years have you been doing this now? Uh, it'll be six in August. Oh, nice. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, I have, I have, um, I do four different podcasts. Um, God bless you. I don't know how you <laughs> do it. <laughs> I only run two of them. I run this one. Oh, okay. Um, and I run one called Keepers of the Fringe where I, mm-hmm. um, me and my buddy get together. We talk about some, some of the stuff going on in the geek world. And then we review a, uh, a lesser known movie, often eighties horror. Excellent. And, and then, and then, um, what I was going to say is we, I do, I'm a co-host on a star Wars podcast called Wookiee radio. And that's, that's getting, I think we've been doing that for close to six years now. So I know what it's like to do something for that long. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes, you just kind of blink, and the next thing you know, you're like, oh, wait a minute, we've been doing this for six years? Okay. Uh, yeah, but then sometimes you're like, oh, we're doing this again? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't usually feel like that about it, but I don't have to edit, so yeah, you know, that's, yeah. that's part of it. <laughs> I just show up and, and talk. So, But no, we all have our our, ch- our chores on, on the podcast. I mean, that's one of the things that kind of keeps it working the way it does. You know, I'm I run all the social media, so... If you're interacting with the podcast oh. on social media, it's me. Um, I also, you know, organize. I'm, I'm like the dad of the group. So, like, you know, <laughs> when are we re- when are we recording? What time are we recording? Where are we doing? What movie are we seeing this week? What movie are we watching next week? Uh, you know, I have the show planned out for the next four months on my phone. Mm. It, it, well, I did until the coronavirus ruined the. Uh, yeah, right. The schedule, but you know, I, so I'm like psychotic like that. You know, I, I upload the show, I do all the descriptions. Uh, Markellis edits every week, every week, <laughs> 300 weeks. He, <laughs> he 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 took over probably a year and a half in. He took over editing, and he's been doing it nonstop since then. Um, Aubrey edits all our Patreon episodes and helps gather the news. So we all have our in Adam, who's not on the show proper uh, runs our YouTube and our website. So anything on YouTube is done through Adam. Uh, We wouldn't have a YouTube channel if it wasn't for him. So God bless him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, um, I'm impressed alone that you're doing all the social media because I have a hard time with that. It's, it's a slog, you know, it's, it's a grind to get it up and running, but you know, once it kind of goes on its own and there's always nuances and things you can do a lot of the, apps let you set your posts so you know i can sit down I, like i said i work third shift i can sit down on my lunch break at like 4 30 in the morning <laughs> and preload all my tweets and posts for the day mm. while i'm munching and then while i'm sleeping they're posting so it looks like i'm posting all day but i'm really <laughs> so more, more secrets but that's a good idea and they've been great for networking so really you know, yeah. really can't uh, really can't ignore social media unfortunately that's the world yeah. we live in so. unfortunately yeah i've tried <laughs> now speaking of the whole coronavirus um thing uh i see you guys made a couple of uh slight changes in the last couple of weeks which have been interesting to your show because there's been less news to talk about but um right yeah (laughs) it's it's tough out there for a uh current events news and movie review podcast yeah (laughs) right now now, yeah (laughs) But it, it gives uh, it gives you a chance to branch out to other things like like this is why I'm doing this interviewing you and other 
podcast right. hosts about their podcast. But uh, <laughs> well, if if you start getting into social media more, you'll learn the one thing podcasters love talking about is themselves and <laughs> yeah. their podcast. So <laughs> true, true. So you guys <laughs> are doing. Yeah, yeah we've we kind of had to just do what we had to do. You know? <laughs> yeah. So you're doing a, a segment that I find amusing. Um, that you call "I hate you now." Watch. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That was uh, that's been going back a long time. And again, behind the curtains, um, when you're going weekly every week, it was a way for us to do a movie review or have a segment where it's not time sensitive. So, right. you know, way back in the day, for example, just to pick a random movie we've done in the past, like if I want to make my co-host watch Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, uh. <laughs> there's there's no there's no time, you know, there's no time pressure to get that out. Right. So we can record it. We can bank it. And then, you know, if there's a week where Aubrey's got a doctor's appointment or Mark Kellis is going to uh, work late a couple nights, we just can't get the recording schedule together. There it is. Boom. Um, you know, you'll notice in some of those episodes, like don't say the episode number at the beginning. And that's because I don't know what episode number it's going to be until I upload. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but that was and, and also, you know, I, I love I, I'm a huge connoisseur of bad movies. And this is, uh, you know, just ever since I was a kid, I've loved like rent terrible you know, mm -hmm. horror sci-fi mm -hmm. genre movies and just laugh at them. Even before I discovered Mystery Science Theater 3000, like right. it's always been a passion of mine. So I have a gigantic back catalog in my brain of just <laughs> ungodly terrible movies that we can inf inflict on the other hosts. And, and it's just something to do for fun. I'll be honest, it does affect the numbers. Not everybody else likes it, but it's fun for us. <laughs> so, you know what? We're going to do it. Yeah. We'll have to uh, we'll have to swap um movie ideas sometime because that's what we we like we've done on my other podcast keepers of the fringe we've done kiss and the phantom of the opera and uh stuff uh not phantom of the opera you know what i mean phantom of the park <laughs> yeah, yeah phantom of the park <laughs> excuse me <laughs> and um that's so that's like right up our wheelhouse really excellent yeah it always it always warms the cockles of my heart when mark will text me while he's watching something or a Aubrey and just be like, where do you find these movies? <laughs> like, how do you even know this movie exists? <laughs> I, it's, I always I, feel very accomplished. It's amazing the movies that are out there that you don't realize are out there. Yeah. But it's it's fun. You know, we the, before we did that, we did that for a month. We're finishing that up this month with episode 300. Uh, the month before that, we did a pandemic episodes. So we, we each picked like a apocalyptic movie to do. Right. Uh, coming that. up next month, we We've got a whole bunch of like recent video on demand releases. Oh, so it's cool. kind of exciting to finally get get out from underneath retro reviews for a minute. Um, uh, Satanic Panic Ooh. came out, I think, about a year ago now. Yeah. Uh, that, so we're going to be doing that. I don't know if you've, you're familiar with that. Yep, um, I am. There's a new Tom Hardy movie coming out where he plays Al Capone. There was oh. a Mortal Kombat uh, oh, yeah. Scorpion animated movie that came out. Right. I think what else uh there's uh, extraction that was just on netflix so there's been a bunch of stuff in it as things kind of trickle down from the theaters to video on demand now with coronavirus mm -hmm. opportunity to do movies so and then i've always got my brain you know cycling through ideas like how can we keep this going because we're, we're not going anywhere we're going to stay weekly so we've, we've got to you know got to keep the fire burning mm -hmm. that's a good that's a good idea going into the vod stuff so it's good. Some of them are good movies and it's easy for people to access. I mean, a lot of stuff, if you have Netflix, you can watch extraction. You don't have to go to the movie theater and then you can. Right. My wife just it watched it today. 
I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> That's but. on my plans for tonight. So <laughs> <laughs> she said, um, I was still sleeping when she watched it, but she said, it feels like a Chris Hemsworth kind of day. So she watched it. <laughs> <laughs> as long as she didn't watch men in black international, this will be okay. You know? Yeah. I, fortunately we've avoided that one so far. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. Keep Although, it <laughs> I am curious. Some the movies like that, I get curious to see if they're as bad as people say. But uh, it's just it's just boring. You know, it commits mm. the ultimate cardinal sin of a bad movie. You're just bored. Uh, it's not it's not not bad enough to laugh at, and it's not good enough to enjoy. So. Right. It's like uh, I have I haven't watched Dark Phoenix, but I have it on my DVR, and I just haven't. Whoa. Yeah, I know. I haven't brought myself to to watch it yet, but I just. But I'm also curious to see just how bad that one actually is. Yeah, it's, it's another one. It's not face meltingly awful, but yeah, it's it's not great. <laughs> I think that's worse. Like you said, yeah. if it's if it's just just kind of blah, it. I'd rather it be really bad, so at least then you can make fun of it. Right. I could watch Grease two a hundred <laughs> times in a row and not be bored, but I really don't want to sit through Dark Phoenix again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um for the, for our other show couple couple weeks ago we we watched that Velocipaster movie. Have you seen oh, that boy. one yet? I've seen about it, but it almost gives me vibes of like a Sharknado kind of type yeah of thing where yeah. the movie itself is in on the joke. Yeah, and it's not that's not as much fun for me. So. No, it's not as much fun. That one was pretty good though. It wasn't too bad, mm-hmm. but you could tell. It's better when they don't when they're bad on accident than when they try to be bad on right. purpose. <laughs> exactly. Um, I just had a question I was going to ask, and it just slipped out of my oh, mind no. as we were talking about movies. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we before that? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I lost my train of thought. Weekly. I, <laughs> that happens all. We always. I'm sure you guys do it often too. You go off on a tangent on something. Oh. The power of editing. <laughs> yeah. I remember what I was going to ask you. So speaking of the whole VOD thing, have you have you read anything about the whole battle between Universal and, and AMC and all that? Right. Yeah. We just talked about this uh, last week on the show as we record this. Uh, Trolls World Tour V AMC Theaters Dawn of Justice. Um, it's <laughs> it, I, honestly it. It, it makes for a nice discussion topic, but if you really think that next year when like Fast and the Furious 9 comes out, like AMC yeah. theaters is really going to be like, nah, we don't want this blockbuster <laughs> I know. movie in the movie theater. Screw you guys. Like, it, it's easy to say that when there's nothing coming out, you're not open, and right. the biggest movie they're pushing towards you is Trolls World Tour. <laughs> <laughs> but when we're talking about like Jurassic Park or Jurassic World 3 and Fast 9, which are going to be big movies, there's no way right. in hell that they're not going to play those in the movie theater. So I just, I just, and even if they don't, somebody will step up and put them in the theater. Right. I just don't understand what they think they're, they're going to accomplish by doing that. Like they think universal is going to be like, going to the okay. theater better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? That's the thing that they should take away from it. Not, not that people want to pay $20 to watch trolls, but that people are willing to, because sometimes going to the movies is so awful. That you'd rather do that. Right. It's the movie going experience and then come back to us. So. <laughs> so, um, do you, have you, have you made plans yet for when we 
when finally things start to go back to normal? Are you are you are you ready to talk about stuff or? Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> do, you, do you think there's a you know there's a bunch of movies that we want to see that have all been pushed back? I mean, uh, we should be going to see Black Widow this 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 weekend, but I we're know. not. So yeah. crazy. Uh, you know, and and like I said, we're a current events news and movie review podcast, and there are no no news, nothing to talk no about. No new it. movies, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, we have stuff to talk about, but you know, it would be a lot better to get back to our bread and butter. <laughs> mm. So, have you has this um, ha- has being forced to make changes because of this made you want to maybe change anything permanently or add or remove something? No, <laughs> no. I mean, the show's always fluid. Like I said before, it didn't start off as a strictly movie review podcast, but right. you know, as it kind of went along like that was kind of where we ended up and, and myself and Aubrey and Mark Ellis, we both, we all love going to the movie theater and we love movies and we love, you know, the live action or cartoon representations of these characters that we've loved for a long time or mm-hmm. newer stuff. So we love to talk about it. And, and that's kind of where we landed on. I, we haven't hit fatigue because until <laughs> a month or so ago, there was always new content, always right. new news. <laughs> um, and it, it is the golden age of like nerd and genre stuff so mm. i mean there's always something going on there's always casting news or trailers or, or anything and, and it's it's been it's been pretty easy i'll be honest with you to find content for the last you know five years and, and eight months until yeah. the coronavirus so really? you know it, it's a crowded area of podcasting you know like, like like i said at the beginning it's not reinventing the wheel there's a million nerd culture podcasts there's a million movie review podcasts so you know Maybe it would be nice if, to go back in time and say, let's do something completely off the wall and different. But I really enjoy what we do. And I, I think we do a good job. So maybe that helps. But I think so. It could just be, you know, it could just be that we're, we're just stubborn. We're, uh, people always ask <laughs> what makes you do your podcast every week. And I said, we're, I always say we're masochists with no life. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Um, yeah, but your, yours is a fun podcast. So it's worth listening Thank you. to. That's uh, that's kind of the thing we we kind of focus on, you know, the things that try, we try to hop on those things that differentiate us. You know, we've mm-hmm. got a diverse panel. You know, Aubrey obviously is coming from a female perspective. Mark yes. Ellis is African American. Right. Unfortunately, I bring up the overweight, unattractive, fat, white, nerdy guy. Um, <laughs> I'm with you. Perspective. All all perspectives are at the table. Um, <laughs> so you know, we've got we've got a diverse panel. We've got consistency with releases we, i feel like we have good sound quality mm-hmm. so all those things are there that hopefully jumps us up ahead of some other people so it's the best we can do <laughs> <laughs> so how, how did you how did you you and your co-hosts all get together were you all friends before or um kind of yeah i worked at gamestop for about seven years uh that's where i met aubrey she used to work with me at gamestop oh cool uh, I've been friends with, with my original uh, co-founder or co-host, my original co-host, Tom, and I had been friends for, at this point, almost 30 years. <laughs> uh, um, he used to work at the comic book store I shopped at when I was a kid, so mm-hmm. I've known him almost my whole life. And he was friends with Mark Ellis, and Mark and I were friends through Tom. So it was all just kind of this weird, incestuous relationship. Um, when I was working as an admin on the Geek League of America Facebook page, podcasting bug, um, Aubrey was asking, oh, okay, 
could I contribute the website or you think I could be on the podcast sometime? It never really was able to be scheduled or worked out, but I always had that in the back of my mind. And when we were putting this together and we were looking for people to come on, I was like, well, it'd be nice to have a girl. (laughs) And I know just the person and she's a big gamer. So having that perspective where Mark Ellis doesn't play the video game since like, like 1985, uh, you know, it always helps out. So that blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> He's just not a gamer. You know? No, yeah, I, that that's it's just hard to remember that there are people who don't play video games. <laughs> it is. It is. And I don't game as much as I do because I work all the time. I'm a mm. father, a t- married father, too. And, and this podcasting stuff takes up a lot of time. Um, so I don't game as much as I used to. And most of the stuff I yeah. see or learn is either from Aubrey or Osmosis from my kids. So. Mm. Well, at least you have an outlet. Right. <laughs> I would say it's an inexpensive hobby, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. It's not at times, so. Yeah, true. I'm I'm kind of in the middle. I play games, but like it'll I I only play a little bit at a time. It'll take me a long time to get through a game. I'm in no rush. <clears throat> right. So, let's let's talk about the name of your podcast. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got to admit, it's a it's an interesting choice. Um, I'm assuming that's from Star Wars. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, from Episode One, Phantom Menace. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when uh, Tom and I were creating the show, the original idea was to call it now that now now this is podcasting after uh, <laughs> now this is pod racing from Episode One. <laughs> but when I Google search for that, it was already used. Somebody was using it already. Oh, so no kidding. We were just. Yeah, so we were throwing names back and forth, and and uh, this one came up, and we both like just paused and were like, "That's it, that's the name." Uh, <laughs> it seemed a little weird for like maybe a week or two, but now it just like rolls off the tongue, and it's it is it's, it's a brand now. Now it's our branding. So yeah, it's definitely original. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish there was some cra- amazing like clandestine story of why that's the name, but it really it was just me and Tom in a Facebook chat um, throwing names back and forth at each other, and that's the one that stuck. So. <laughs> Oh, it could be worse. Right. It's just, it's, it's funny because as soon as I heard of your podcast, that was the first thing that popped in my head. Good. It should. <laughs> Actually, I've had pe- people reach out to us because they, they think that we're a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Right. Um, Actually, a guest that we had on the show was a playwright that wrote an off-Broadway play that's about Harry Potter. They can't say it's about Harry Potter. It's like a spoof of Harry Potter. Oh, wow. Called Puffs, the play. <laughs> um. Which is it's it's actually I don't like Harry Potter. Surprise! My two co- two co-hosts love Harry Potter, so this was all for them. Um, it, it's uh, it's basically about Hufflepuff kids existing mm. in the Harry Potter saga, but having nothing to do with the main storyline going on. It's okay. a comedy. Um, alleged, uh, I don't again. I don't like Harry Potter, but according to Marcellus and Aubrey, it's amazing and hilarious. So good for them. Sure. Um, but yeah, they just reached out to us, and I think it was literally because we have the word wizard in the podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think they they really quite understood what we yeah. were getting into. But hey, it fell within the realm of uh, nerdiness, and we'll we'll take it. You know, we'll take we'll take that guest. That's not a problem. Go, goes on the resume. <laughs> well, that's the two things I had, because I knew, of course, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I knew it was Star Wars. But then. Those other two, Dungeons and Dragons and Harry Potter, had popped in my head, and I thought about that. I wonder how many times people think that, especially Harry Potter. <laughs> a lot. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Well, our logo is, is a Star Wars font, right. and it's in outer space, so you would think, think like, you kind of make the connection. But, I mean, 
not to age myself, but suddenly time flies by faster than you think. And you realize that the Phantom Menace was like 21 years ago. Yeah. Oh, and you're like, wait a minute. This is a throwaway <laughs> away line from a 21-year-old movie. <laughs> so maybe, maybe they don't know what we're talking about, but that's mm. okay. That's, as long as they listen, they can think anything they want. So That's like um, in in Civil War, <clears throat> Marvel, the Marvel, and yep. um, Captain America Civil War, I should say. Um, when when Peter Parker's going around saying, hey, remember that old movie where they swung around? You know, you talk about <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, and I'm like, Oh, come on, kid. <laughs> You're killing me here. <laughs> that really the old movie. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm man, like, come on. <laughs> it's, and then you think about it and you're like, yeah, yeah, I guess it is a really old movie. Yeah. At first I was like, well, the special editions were only 20, <laughs> three years ago. And like, no, wait, that's still a long time ago. That's still Never mind. Long, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's even when I think about like something that came out in 2000, that was 20 years ago now. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing makes you feel older than that. <laughs> or um, one of my favorite stories I like to tell people is that one day I was I was talking to a, a somebody at work. They were I don't know in their twenties or whatever, and they were, we were talking about music and stuff. And I said uh, we started talking about rap music, and I was like, I'm not really big on the rap music nowadays. I used to like like the old school rap music. And they go, oh, you mean like Tupac and Biggie? And I said, no, I mean like Run DMC <laughs> and, and the Fat Boys and stuff. <laughs> like, that made me feel real old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you want to try to avoid talking to young people about that kind of stuff as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, really. Jeez. Well, you know, what can I say? I was I was around when the first original Star Wars movie came out to theaters. That's how old I am. <laughs> there you go <laughs> so do you do do you do a lot of um interviews on your show at all or is that just a rare we, we, thing? no we try to um it's not something we seek out so we're not i wouldn't consider us a quote-unquote interview show right. um and it's really when people approach us and, and then it's <laughs> there's there's levels to it first people <laughs> approach us so once you hit a certain level of, I don't want to say success. Cause that makes it sound like I'm like saying that we're a success when we aren't, are not <laughs> like on a level, but when you hit a certain level and I'm talking about like, you know, your social media following and you know, the networking you do and people see your name popping up and, and your listenership, you'll start to get people approaching you a lot. Like, Oh, can I be on your show? Can I be on your show? Do you, do you want to interview this? Can I come on and talk about this? And, and I really look at them and see, like, is it something that fits? Is it something that benefits right. both people? It's a little easier now that we've got Adam doing the YouTube stuff. He's been doing that for about a year. And a lot, he loves doing interviews, wants to do as many as possible as long as they fit within the wheelhouse. Hmm. So I just tell the pe people right back. I give him Adam's email. Like, Adam, email Adam. Well, he'll set it up. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> we don't have to worry about it. Um, unless it was like something like insanely amazing that came, came our way that we couldn't turn down for the video audio podcast, but it just, uh, it, it's, it's just a thing that happens sometimes, you know, through social media, mostly, uh, you know, we interviewed probably the, the bigger ones a few years ago was one of the guys that was on the walking dead. Uh, not a main character, but he was uh, one of Negan's henchmen. Mm that had a recurring role for a season and a half. And he had been a bit part in uh, game night and Ant-Man and the wasp. And we were just like, this guy is cool. He's on. So we did that. 
once we started getting press access to Comic Cons, um, especially once we got uh, press access to New York Comic Con last year, we were able to get access to a lot of pretty amazing uh, interviews, you know, including uh, Tim Robbins was one that we did last year. Oh, cool. Uh, so, you know, we went from, you know, six years ago, I could barely even convince my friends to maybe come on the podcast. Now we have, now we're interviewing Oscar winning actors on the podcast. So, you know, it can happen. You just have to work a lot at it. So, yeah, I, I've, I haven't had any, but that was, you know, that was kind of the angle. Yeah. That was kind of the angle that, you know, I always tell people when they're asking me, Oh, should I interview this person? Should I interview that person? Like it's your show and you can say no to anyone that asks you under the right. sun. It doesn't matter. Don't ever feel like you have to have someone on your show. Cause it's your show. Right. <laughs> So was it? So, yeah. I've said no plenty of times. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> How was it interviewing Tim Robbins? And was it? Um, Adam handled all that stuff because we did it on video, and oh, right, he right. said it was great. You know, he, was he? It, they were all press roundtables. So New York is is like the real deal. You know, mm. we go to cons, and that's not, not to denigrate any of the cons we go to because all of them have great points and bad points, mostly great points. But a lot of the shows in our area, when you get press press access, are pretty much here's your badge. You know, promote the show on social media and your podcast and YouTube. Mm. Take video, you know, talk about it, blah, blah, blah. Don't bother the guests. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that, that's it. And, you know, a lot of times we'll go around. And Mark is huge on uh, indie comics and supporting indie comic artists and oh, nice. creators. So he'll go up and down Artist Alley. And if something catches his eye, he'll talk to them a little bit, kind of get a feel. Like, is this person cool? Can this person talk? And then you know, is their book cool? And if it is, they'll say, hey, can we do a quick interview? And we'll grab a five to 10 minute interview at their table. Hmm. But, you know, we don't usually get big name people because the cons don't want you going near them. New York, um, you know, you get approved for press. And within a month, you're getting e emails from Warner Brothers, Hulu, oh, wow. Netflix, uh, Marvel, DC. And it's all like, all right, we're having a press room for this, a press room for that, a press room for this. Do you want to go? Do you want to go? And you sign up and they, they invite you. And we did the Hulu uh, Castle Rock season two, and that was what it was. You know, we got to interview Tim Robbins and uh, oh, cool. You know, a couple uh, a couple other actors and creators for the show, and and you know, you just sit down at the table, and you just, they're right, they come around, and <laughs> they talk to you. So it was a little different, but yeah, that that was cool. From all all intents and purposes, we didn't have we haven't had a bad experience yet uh, going to a con and talking or interviewing anybody. So I wish I had a salacious story for you, but uh, everybody's cool. You know. Yeah, that's... they all seem to understand what's going on. We all want something out of it, so <laughs> we want yeah, your that's what name you to promote hear. our show, and you want us to promote you. So, <laughs> yeah, you you want to hear good stuff. You want to at least I do. I want to hear that people are cool, not that that people are, you know, jerks or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not going to let anybody, you know, push around or talk trash to Mark or, or Adam when we're trying to help people out. So right. I have no problem telling people off at all. I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. It doesn't matter who, who you are. I don't care. So they might care, but I don't care. <laughs> so. <laughs> so have you, um, have you seen the new release schedule for the Marvel movies? Yes. Yes. I'm all uh, about Marvel movies. I, I was always a Marvel guy as a kid uh, up through even today. Like I was, I, I like DC. That's not to say I don't like DC comics, but right. I was always a Marvel guy, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. I'm the uh, same way. Um, and not to age myself again, <laughs> not to age myself again, but this is like when I, when I was a kid buying comics, there was a magazine called comic scene. Do you remember this magazine? Yes, I do. And in the back, there was probably like five or six pages and it would list every goddamn comic character there was and what studio had the rights and who was working on it. And 
I would say probably 99.9% of that stuff never happened. Yeah. <laughs> never. <laughs> and, uh, and now, you know, my kids in a world where the, there's a 22 connected infinity gauntlet saga is just a thing that happened. Like, Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Well, when's the next one coming out? Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's but, crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, same thing with the DC stuff, the uh, the CW shows, you know, whether you like all of them or not. Mm. I mean, the idea that not only are there these shows, but they're all interconnected and there's like five or six of them is like and they've lasted more than six episodes. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a kid, we were lucky if we got like half a season of Manimal or something. You know? oh, <laughs> that, was as good. Yeah. that was as good as it got. You yeah. Know? Uh, so, you know, I, I, I am a huge fan of the MCU stuff. I keep up to date on it. I mean, I would, even if it wasn't for the podcast, I, I mean, I have to for the podcast, but right. if it wasn't for the podcast, I'd, I'd still be all over it. So, I mean, I am, I'm just pumped. I, I just can't wait to see what they do. They've earned the right at this point to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they could announce anything and we'll be there day one. So Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't be... clamping at the bit for an Eternals movie, but I'm, I'm going to be there. So. I, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a weird one, but I'm still going to check it out. Weird, but I like I like that they've reached a point where they feel like they can do that that uh, Eternals or a Shang Chi movie or something like that. Right. Well, that's the difference between Marvel and DC at this point. Is like Marvel's earned the right to say, "Hey, um, here's an Eternals movie," and people will be like, "Whoa, what's that?" Where DC can barely get you excited about Superman at this point. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or, you know, when they put Shazam out, which I liked Shazam. It was a good movie, but it didn't really, I don't think it did as well as they were hoping. Didn't like, didn't like the world on fire, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, so with the new, now that they've had to reschedule all their movies, it's some, there's something like five movies coming out in 2022. Um, are you guys going to be ready for that? It, <laughs> It's a lot of movies to talk about. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I go to the movies probably, like, almost every week. If a movie's coming out, I go to the movies a lot. Way more than the normal person goes to movies. And it, it's also because we don't want to wait. Like, so, one of the things with the show is, like, I'm kind of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, it's just going with the no type of thing. Like, I don't want to take a week off because I'm afraid, even right now, I know we're like we're more popular than we were when we started obviously but like i'm afraid if i take a week off like people are going to forget about the show and not come back <laughs> i know that's stupid and i know it's stupid and i've had multiple people be like just take a week off who cares I'm like no no it's not happening <laughs> um, that's why we always joke you know that people are like oh Oh, what would you do if you could go back in time? What would you change? And I would say, I'd, instead of saying hashtag no weeks off, I'd probably say hashtag an occasional week off because we're tired. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're there every week. So I, I go to the movies four or five times a week, a week, four or five times a month. <laughs> and that's just the way it is. <laughs> and that's not, not even including, like, if I have to watch a TV show for the, the podcast or, or something sometimes we'll do like oh, right. you know, lock and key came out on netflix so we'll review that and i'll try to watch as much of it as humanly possible in between when it comes out and when we record so. oh i haven't seen that yet it's not that great really yeah yeah that's disappointing i was like um did you watch any of the nosferatu when it came out no and that's another thing is like if it's not something we're talking about on the show 
I just don't have time to watch it. I know. Well, I'll say the same with that one. It's not that great either. So you aren't well, missing anything. Good. I'll, I'll I'll cross it off the list. I just, but they're both they're both um, Joe Hill. So it's like. Eh. I don't think uh, Lock and Key's problems are his fault. So yeah, yeah. The show just decided to fo- hyper. They decided to hyper focus on the kids' uh, high school mm. drama. Uh, and you, you're like, wow, this part about Locks and Keys is great. And then they'll spend 45 to 50 minutes of an hour episode dealing with uh, high school drama for the daughter and the uh, and the older son. And you're just like, oh my god, when are they going to get back to the Keys? <laughs> Yeah. I couldn't take it anymore after like five, five or six of them. And it's only like 10 episodes. I was like six in already. And I'm like, I, I can't oh. do this anymore. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. I got more movies to watch. <laughs> See me, I would have forced myself to watch the whole thing. But after that, at that point, but even though I shouldn't, but, but, uh, in, in a world where I wasn't podcasting, I would probably have finished it, but it's just like, all right, what's, what's, what are we going to do next week? All right. I got to get jump on that. All right. right yeah. Yeah, Nosferatu. I don't think it it was his fault either necessarily, but that one I I gave up on halfway through too. So anyway, <laughs> so when um when this whole coronavirus thing started happening, did you have a moment of panic? Like, what are we gonna do since you don't like to take weeks off or anything? Right. No. Yeah. We were kind of like, okay, what are we gonna do here? Um, we did. Invisible Man, and then right, yep. we were going to do Bloodshot, and we did Bloodshot, and then yeah. that was it. Everything kept getting canceled or pushed back, and we were just like, you know, we kind of got to figure out what we're going to do. I mean, we've done retro reviews before, mm. so it's not like it was a huge departure to say, let's watch some older movies. But, you know, I was like, all right, so we have a, you know, we have a Facebook chat with the three of us. Mm. It mostly involves busting each other's chops, but <laughs> you know, it does have some, some... <laughs> productiveness of us uh, planning out the show so you know we, we tried to figure out what could we do so our, our first you know thought was all right we'll do pandemic month so we'll do a month of uh post-apocalyptic movies virus focused and then we'll uh because we've been stuck in quarantine for a month and a half we'll hate each other so we'll make each other watch bad movies and that'll take us through you know into may so at that point you know we'll see where we're at we were going to do this month, um, uh, get to know you month, or we're going to try to do like different top threes, like top three songs from a movie, top three, whatever. Um, we didn't really dive too deep into what the topics were going to be, but thankfully a whole bunch of video on dance stuff has dropped. So we're going to do those until they run out and then we might do get to know you month. Um, so I've always got the wheels turning in my brain, trying to think of different things oh, for what that, we could do. So that's good. Like I said, I'm nuts. I'm nuts. I'm nuts about this. So, <laughs> well, I have to say, those were it was a good idea to do like the themes like that. That was that was a pretty cool idea. Well, we try. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier to just watch a new movie. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. But, I know, right? Yeah. Um, and I have to say two it's things. It's been a lot cheaper on my wallet not having to go to the movies every. every That's week. true. Very true. <laughs> um, two things I can say about two of your reviews. Number one. Your review of The Invisible Man made me actually want to see a movie. I didn't want to see it originally, but you made me want to see it a little more. And your review of Bloodshot pretty much confirmed <laughs> what I already thought. So I'm pretty glad I listened yeah. to your review of that one. 
Yeah, I mean, Invisible Man was like really surprising at how good it was. I was legitimately shocked. I remember mm. the lights came up in the theater, and my daughter and I were sitting there. I turned to her and I go, "That was freaking awesome." <laughs> we were both like <laughs> surprised at how good it was. We were, I mean, we knew we were hoping it wasn't going to be bad. Right. I mean, it was a Blumhouse movie, so those are hit or miss. Mm-hmm. But you know, we were hoping it wasn't going to be bad. But we were both legitimately shocked at how much we liked it. And then Bloodshot, I knew it was probably going to be terrible, but it was even worse than I expected. And I was really <laughs> disappointed because I do like valiant comics and i do right. like that the characters they have mm-hmm. i mean and, I, and most of it's like nostalgia from like the early 90s when they were mm-hmm. firing in all cylinders back in the day but we were at a con god i want to say 2017 comic con at foxwoods resort casino in uh connecticut yep. and bob layton was there Ooh. we went to his panel and he had been talking a lot about visiting the set talking to Vin Diesel and he seemed really excited about what they were doing. And, oh, no. and it got me kind of hyped up for it, you know, and <laughs> it just was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm a fan of bloodshot. So when I heard your review, I was like, Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. It's was sad. And sadly, I guess there won't be a valiant cinematic universe. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not with, not with that one. <laughs> No Armorines movie is coming. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd still like to see a, a uh, an XL Man of War, but... Oh, God, yeah. That was my favorite Valiant book. I just reread that mm. a year ago, and it still holds up. So, And yeah. the newer series is good, too. So, right. Like, I just, but now I'm like, after seeing Bloodshot, <laughs> I'm kind of like, you know what? Maybe I don't want an XL Man of War movie. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah. That's too bad. Well, who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll try again, but do better. Well, at least, you know, we're in that. And we've said this on the show before, especially you know, talking about uh, Todd McFarlane trying to make a spawn movie. Oh, yeah. If, if you can't take if you if, if it, right now in the year 2020 before coronavirus, obviously asterisks before t- coronavirus, mm. you can't take a popular or known superhero property to a studio and have them give you money to make a movie like you're never making that movie it's not ha- if, right, like, right yeah. now is the golden age of superhero <laughs> movies if, if you can't find somebody to give you 20 million bucks to make a spawn movie it's never gonna happen i know i, I mean, mean so. it's spawn i mean spawns maybe not as popular as they used to be but he's still pretty popular well he just had a really successful kickstarter mm-hmm. um, you know todd's awesome i met him before and he was cool as hell so i mean i'm oh, not cool. denigrating him and i've read spawn up until a certain point, I probably fell off somewhere in the hundreds. But yeah, me too. You know, he's cool. And it's a great property, but I mean, he's insistent that he wants to direct it, and mm. it's just like, man, just get the movie made. And <laughs> I know. Put some money in the bank. Let's go. Yeah. And as far as I know, he's never directed anything before. No. So no. he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you got to start somewhere. Yeah. I I, I sure. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I just hope it doesn't become another bloodshot. It's probably more potential for it to be bloodshot than for it to be Iron Man, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it's funny how Marvel's done such a great job with all their stuff and, and they built what they built with the MCU and and seeing everybody try to do the same thing and just fail miserably is like, maybe try your own thing. Something a little different. I mean, honestly, I think the problem for a lot of these things is people are trying to they're trying to make the Avengers before they make Iron Man. Right. So 
you know, you can't it, 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 just think back to 2008. If Iron Man was bloodshot level of bad, Ooh. everything is different right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were, there never was be an Iron Man two. There's, there's nothing. None of that stuff ever would have happened. Cause that movie would have bombed and Marvel would have probably been bankrupt. Yeah, really? <laughs> um, so, I mean, you really got it, it, all these cinematic universes. They try to launch. Like you have to knock it out of the park on the first time mm-hmm. to make people want to come back and care about what's happening later on. Like Tom, Tom Cruise is the mummy, you know, mm-hmm. that movie sucked. So, you know what? We're never yep. going to get the rest of that universe. You know, I, it's, it's, it's a, a sore subject for some people, but you know, it's not done a good job like setting up the, universe so now why would you care about movies going forward but right you know, people still love the characters i mean joker was a huge hit because people still love those characters but they sure. just want them to be in good movies so you put the, those characters in a good movie like joker or i'm not a fan of the wonder woman movie but a lot of people love it and that made a lot of money <laughs> but then you have something like uh, birds of prey which wasn't very good and now it's a flop which i still haven't so, seen <laughs> they just don't have the cachet yeah uh, it's, it's terrible <laughs> that's what i've heard <laughs> for me it's terrible because i like birds of prey yeah, and it's not. It's it's should be called uh, Harley Quinn and the ten minutes of screen time for Birds of Prey. Uh, so yeah. yeah, yeah, it's and they try to turn Harley into like Deadpool, <laughs> which I, it's also something they've been doing in the comics too mm-hmm. recently. But like that's not her character, right? <laughs> so it, it's it's just a very much a, like a wet fart of a movie is the best way I can describe. <laughs> that's pretty good. Bit, so, yeah. Well, I pretty much. I mean, when I saw the trailer for it, I'm like. Just why are you even bothering calling mentioning the birds of prey at all? It looks like they're hardly in it. Yeah, and even more frustrating about it is that uh, Huntress was actually really cool in the movie, but she probably has five lines. Ah. So when the movie ends, you're like, man, I really wish I could have seen more of Black Canary or more of Huntress, but the movie's more concentrated on Harley Quinn eating a cheese uh, egg sandwich or whatever <laughs> she was doing in the movie. Yeah. So just a frustrating movie, but yeah. No harm, no foul. It's what's to be expected at this point from DC. So, (laughs) yeah, I know, right? Um, That's another one. At some point, I'm going to probably end up watching it, but I don't, I'm not going to go out of my way to see it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, and again, if I didn't pay like $25 plus like drinks and and snacks to go see at the movie theater, maybe Mm. I'd feel different. If I just saw it on Netflix, you know, maybe I'd be like, oh, that wasn't so bad. But, yeah, you know, like you thrill me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just dropped, uh, you know, half of my half of my spending money for the week on I'm going to this movie and, and it sucks. So. Well, that's that's the thing about like what we were talking about earlier with the whole Universal and AMC theaters thing is if the way as expensive as it is to go to the movies now, if you don't put out a really great film, then you know, no nobody's gonna go see it in a theater. Right. Right. You know, nobody's. So, most people aren't insane like me and my co-host. So they're not going to see just like almost everything that comes out. Like people know better than to go see cats. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we went to go see it because we did it for the show. And as I said before, as a connoisseur of bad movies, once I saw the reviews and the reactions, I'm like, I I have to see this movie. (laughs) And and was it as bad as you were hoping? I got up and I used the bathroom. Oh, my it's it's not really a movie so much as it's like an endurance test. Uh. <laughs> I remember getting up and going to the bathroom and I was washing my hands after I look into the mirror and I'm like, you know what? You don't, Joe, you know, you don't have to go back to the movie theater. You can go home. <laughs> and I'm like trying to psych myself up. I'm like, no, no, you could do this. You made it through werewolves on wheels. You can make it through cats. <laughs> 
So <laughs> I finished it, but yeah, it, it, it's excruciating. Mm. Oh, there you have a little, a little accomplishment for yourself there. Right. Right. I guess. That was a Patreon exclusive review. So, you know, we do it for the Patreons. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure they appreciate it. <laughs> I hope so. As long as the checks keep cashing. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh cats what a uh anyway um yeah so i was really looking forward right, podcasting right right yeah <laughs> i was really looking forward to uh seeing black widow this month unfortunately you know it's coming out in november now yeah. but yeah hopefully it's coming out in november that's uh black widow has been my fa- daughter's favorite uh marvel character since uh iron man 2 because oh, nice. it was really the first girl character that was on screen that was on par with the other heroes right um you know so she's been frothing at the mouth for this since you know 2009 (laughs) 2010 Mm. um and it was finally gonna happen and it got pushed back yeah (laughs) i just remember how she was so mad in in endgame like she was not happy at all oh right and even and even we we finally got my wife to watch all the Marvel movies. So we rewatched Endgame maybe a week ago. My daughter logged it on her letterbox. <laughs> her one her one sentence review was it should have been Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that's good. So I've I've always um, been interested. I don't have kids myself, so I'm always kind of interested yep. to. Um, find out what it's like to be a parent who you're a geek and how to, how to, how you, uh, how you bring your children into it, into your world. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's more, it's, it's exposing them to things, mm. you know, it's, and, and you can't force it. That's the thing is you can't force it. You know what? I, there's things I love that the kids are never going to like and then, right. They make fun of me for even liking sometimes. Uh, and there's things they like that are there's things they like that are nerdy that I don't understand at all. Like my son right now, as we speak, is inside playing Minecraft oh. while talking to his friends on Discord chat. Huh. I don't understand Minecraft. It doesn't look fun to me. Yep. I, I don't want to I don't understand what what they're doing on Discord. Right. Uh, they're on there all day. Him and his friends are on there all day playing video games and screaming at each other over Discord chat. And then if they're not doing that, they're watching videos of people playing yeah. the game. And I'm like, well, why don't you just go play the game? And they're like, well, I'm not. I'm watching him play it. Well, well what, what? I Especially, don't understand again, that. I don't either. And that's showing my age, which, yeah. uh, which is sad. But like, no, but I, you know, it's just stuff like that. And there's things. But, you know, it's just I know what's good. So a lot of times it's fun to introduce my son to stuff like. My son likes a- action movies, so I was like, hey, you want to watch this movie with me? And he's like, what is it? And I'm like, you know, it's called John Wick. <laughs> and he's like, all right. Um, he does karate, so anything that I can show him that has, like, martial arts or hand-to-hand combat in it, he can kind of perks up. You know, and then I, you know, I kind of build up that cred with them where I'm like, oh, you want to watch this? Well, I don't know. Well, you know, this movie's called Monster Squad. It's really good. And uh, have I ever steered wrong before? And they're like, no, you haven't. So, but, you know, they kind of trust me. It really just was exposing them to stuff, you know. Uh, just going back to comics, you know, it's, it's not easy for kids to get into comics nowadays. When I was a kid, right. you know, I used to buy comics at 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, my mom would run in to buy milk and I'd go with her and she'd let me grab a comic off the rack. That doesn't exist anymore. Right. So, you know, it was 
what can I buy when they were younger? It was what, what kids graphic novels can I buy them to get them into the idea of just comics existing and being something you read. Mm. You know, we got my daughter into uh, Jeff Smith's bone. Oh, nice. Which is, I mean, anybody out there that's trying to get their kids that are a little younger into comics, that is the one <laughs> that is the <laughs> one. And it just taught them, you know, how to read comics and, and to accept them as a medium in their life. And, you know, they're not like me when I was my son's age, I was buying like 30, $40 a month of books and reading them all night and all day, but right. they they still appreciate it and they know the characters and, and they watch the movies and, you know, and just, just presenting them with the stuff and not trying to force it. That, that's really it. And they're going to always like things that you don't like. And it's fine. Sure. It doesn't matter sure. as long as they're happy. That's all that matters. You know, mm. sometimes it sucks when they get out of something. We, the kids were super into wrestling for you know, two or three years and we were going to live events and watching oh. it all the time. And then, my, my daughter fell out of it and then my son slowly drifted away. And now I'm like, Hey, you want to watch wrestling again? And they're like, nah, it's fine. Nah, I'm good. Never mind. Yeah. So and I, I, I miss it. I'm not going to sit down and waste again. I have too, I'm too busy. I'm not going right. to waste time watching something. I'm not reviewing for the podcast if it's not with them. So now it's like, I just read the re- re- reviews. What, what happened on raw last night? Okay. That's good. Flip through it. Done. <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing they like Harry Potter a little more than you do. Oh, my whole family likes Harry Potter. My wife read all the books uh, back in the day before, I think, even before we had kids. Uh, My daughter's read all the books. My son read some of the books, but he mostly watched the movies. But yeah, all three of them, huge into Harry Potter. I can't stand it. (laughs) It's just not for me. I think it's just I'm not the right age for it, you know? I'm kind of... Um, It didn't... You know, for someone like my daughter, it hit them at that right age. You know, to me, I was like older and i'm like what is this this is stupid i don't want to watch this <laughs> i'm kind of indifferent towards it i don't dislike it but i don't really have any feeling about it i almost get a little bit of and i took like kind of fall back into that because we're older so we remember when being a nerd wasn't something that people mm-hmm. liked or yep. were like aspired to or so like i almost fall back into that comic book guy from the simpsons type of thing where <laughs> right, like yeah you know, I'm like gatekeeping and I'm like, you know what? Harry Potter is for normies. And when I was that age, I was reading, you know, the wheel of time and like Lord of the Rings right. and sort of Sh- Shannara. I didn't need some little kids, Harry Potter book <laughs> and playing D and D. So, you know, that, that's, that's where I kind of come into it. And then it's, it's like, it's kick it into it. I watched the first movie for like five minutes. I don't know. They're like British kids talking and, <laughs> Then some letters start flying through the door, and I'm like, "This is whack!" And I just shut it off. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't get into it, so. Yeah, but that's okay. It's not my thing. I don't. I try not to denigrate it to the family because it's their thing. But sure. like, I'll make yeah. fun of it. We like, have a podcast or something, just to, especially just to piss off Mark and Aubrey. But um, <laughs> you know, it's just not my thing. I can't get into it. I don't know. Yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with with that, and there's nothing wrong if you do like it. It, you know, right. Everybody's opinion is their own. <laughs> you just, you just try not to. I think you just should just try not to come down too hard on people for liking stuff, which can be hard sometimes. <laughs> if it's something oh, it you don't can. like, you like. <laughs> like you said, the, it definitely can. The yeah, whole I Minecraft like thing. Bust. I don't get it, but yep, whatever. <laughs> Right. And, you know, I've said to my son, you know, okay, you're playing Minecraft. I don't understand it, but I'm sure like my father 
I don't know how to say how many years ago, <laughs> and, uh, you know, was watching me would like come in the room and see me playing uh, fantasy star two on Sega Genesis uh, oh. for nine hours a day and have no concept of what was happening or right. why I was drawing maps on a graph paper notebook because there was no <laughs> internet to know where you were going in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and they just would shake their head and walk away. So sadly I have now become my parents, but <laughs> I know, right. Um, yeah. You know, these kids so, these days. It's fine. It's fine. That's, that's right. Damn kids. As long as <laughs> as long as they're having fun and they're staying out of trouble. You know, that was always <laughs> that was always a thrust with me. And I was like, all right, let me get my daughter into this nerdy stuff. Not just because like we can be in, go to the, like we go to the movies together. You know, we do things together. We go to comic cons together. But also, I knew that when I was younger, you know, that was one surefire way to make sure I was not dating. Or anything was to get myself, you know, because I was too busy with comic books and toys, and Dungeons and Dragons, video games. Like you weren't dating when you're into that stuff. Yeah, Nowadays, right. it's popular, so you're like the you're like the queen of nerds. <laughs> yeah, now it brings <laughs> like people like, together. Oh, you're really cool. Cool. You're really cool. You see all these movies. Like, no, no, you're not cool. No. <laughs> uh, well, at least on the plus side, though, it hopefully you know they'll fall in love with nerds themselves eventually someday in the far future when they're a lot older. Yeah. When they're <laughs> allowed, when she's allowed to date. So I mean, she's 17 now we got about 21 years to go. And, uh, <laughs> That's not so bad. <laughs> no, just in time, just in time for Avengers 18 to come out. Huh? Yeah, really? It, it's, it's so crazy how different it is now than when we were younger. Again, it sounded yeah. it makes me sound old, but like you said, we weren't it wasn't popular to go watch a superhero movie or or read a comic or play D and D or any of that. Oh god, no. I used to play D and D in high school. I had a leather yep. pouch uh, with dice that you could tie on your pillow. Yep. <laughs> Trust me, the ladies were not I was not beating the ladies off with a stick. Nope. <laughs> I was not rolling a D twenty for uh, dexterity <laughs> to beat the ladies off with a stick on that one. So it was <laughs> it's a much different time. <laughs> and it's it's good that it's changed, but it's also like it makes you wonder sometimes if the younger generation will appreciate things as much as we have. But I don't know. Oh, they appreciate it. They love that stuff. So, mm. <sighs> it's uh, my how times have changed. <laughs> <laughs> We're old. Yeah, <laughs> we are old. <laughs> but right. I'm okay with that. That's fine. It is what it is. I still have the mental capacity of a 12 year old. So, well, I always laugh because I follow all these uh, things on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter that are like retro t- toy mm. accounts. So they'll post like. On this day in 1996 or 1994, <laughs> such and such action figure came out. And I'm like, oh, I love that guy. Yeah. It'll be like a G.I. Joe figure. I'm like, that toy was awesome. And then I start doing the math. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. I was 17 years old when that came out. <laughs> <laughs> I was a late bloomer. I was a late bloomer. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you're not the only one who can say that. So, you know, <laughs> that's good at least. <laughs> <laughs> awesome but yeah podcasting yep yep do your kids listen to podcasts no <laughs> oh and not because they not because they don't want to or i wouldn't let them but that well my son doesn't listen to podcasts period uh my daughter does not listen to ours 
she has to listen to me talk all the time anyway. So I don't think she wants to listen to me talk anymore. Right. And she yeah. already knows how I feel about the movies that we see because 99.9% of the time I'm going to see them with her mm-hmm. <laughs> or watching them with her. So she already knows the end result. Um, but she does listen to podcasts and she does do the polite thing, which is to download it, even though she doesn't listen to it. <laughs> so at least she gets the friends are for. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's right. You know, I always tell her, you know what? Your friends have a podcast. You know what? You don't want to listen to it. And, I, and it's fine. You know, I, there are I have friends that don't want to listen to our podcast. And I completely understand that. I always say my wife could have the greatest NASCAR podcast in the world. <laughs> and I love my wife more than I love breathing. But I. <laughs> I don't want to listen to anybody talk about NASCAR for any amount of time. Right. So I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> That's it. Sure. Um, but I always, I have friends that have podcasts and I'm not going to say who they are that it's not interesting to me, but I like their show and I like them. Mm-hmm. So I'll download it and I'll turn on the phone and turn the sound all the way down <laughs> and put it down on the counter. And, and then I'll go take a shower and I'll come out <laughs> and it's played for about 20 minutes and they got their, they got their number and now we're all happy. So <laughs> Oh, well, I listen to podcasts in the shower, so that wouldn't work for me. <laughs> uh All right. Well, try, we try our best. You know? Yeah. I know. It's like my wife, she's tried listening to my shows every once in a while, but I'm like, eh, you probably won't enjoy it. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even ask my wife because she hates talk radio. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of times in the car, I'll be listening to uh, sports talk radio. And she hates it. She's like, I'm not going to volunteer. She's like, it's bad enough when I'm trapped in the car with you. I'm not going to voluntarily take my phone and now listen to other people talking on top of that. So I'm like, I get it. It's fine. Sure, sure. She does not. Everybody. She does not download the show. So <laughs> okay. it's fine. Totally fine. Totally. Fine. We're past that point, though. I think we're good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's. Uh, I think it's about time to start wrapping up here. Um, All right. I mean, I could shoot the shit about nerdy stuff for hours but i understand oh i could too believe me <laughs> believe me but you know soon my wife will come up and say are you dead up here <laughs> <laughs> but also i don't want to keep you too long but yeah it's been a fun conversation thanks for coming on i appreciate it of course um why don't you tell everybody where we can find you on the social medias and stuff yeah, no problem. I mean, we are So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. Uh, you can find us at SoWizardPodcast.com, where you'll see the show every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. There's movie reviews. There's streaming picks. There's more at SoWizardPodcast.com. The show is available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just about any podcatcher under the sun that you use. We're there. We've got a YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube. You search So Wizard Podcast. There's exclusive free content on there. Every week, Star Wars talks, trailer reactions, unboxing. There's hours of content from New York Comic Con and Rhode Island Comic Con for last year. Mm. Um, and that's that's it. We're there every single week with your movie reviews and movie news. Awesome. And uh, it's a good show. I highly recommend it. <laughs> well, you, you kind of have to say that. You have me on the phone. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst show ever. No. no. That, that's after you hang up. Oh, God. <laughs> that's over. Thank God. <laughs> I could just say nothing. <laughs> yep. So that's, that's the right. show. There Dead you go. Silence. <laughs> There's the, the flat line you have to cut out in audacity afterwards. Yes. <laughs> um, All right, man. Well, I really appreciate you having me on. And, uh, you know, anybody wants to check out our show, hit us up. Let us know what you think. Yeah. I, I appreciate you being on. Thank you very much. Um, this is, right. I like, I like this chance to, to, uh, to spread out 
other podcasts, let other people find them. Yeah, we will gladly take any listeners we can get, even if you just want to turn the sound down on when you're uh, in the shower. So, right. All right. Well, <laughs> that will do it for us this evening. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, and until next time, uh, since tomorrow's May the 4th, I'll say, May the 4th be with you all. Good night, everybody. All right. Good job, guys. To contact the New England Society of Geeks, you can email us at nesogpod at gmail.com. That's N-E-S-O-G-Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at nesogpodcast. That's N-E-S-O-G Podcast. Find us on Facebook on our New England Society of Geeks podcast page. Follow us on Instagram at Pod. That's N-E-S-O-G pod. Finally, if you could find it in your hearts, we would appreciate it if you could give us a rating or possibly a review on wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you and good night.